Welcome back, besties. So following up our last episode on grief, we wanted to shift just a teeny tiny tad and talk about guilt. I rode that wave already because <laughs> I talked about guilt and shame towards the end of that episode. Oh, so this is all me. No, it's not all you, but I, it was an introduction. Okay. Well, I think, one, recognizing that we all feel guilty, and I'm particularly speaking to moms in this episode, I guess. I just think there's a lot of mom guilt, and, and sometimes it really pisses me off just seeing how parents and one mother treating another mother and shaming and mocking or putting down or, you know, all all of these different things about how someone parents or how someone, I don't even know, there's so many things. I think most of the time, too, this is just in general, stay-at-home moms versus working moms. That's a huge, oh, yeah. working moms have guilt and then stay-at-home moms have guilt and people that are in the middle have guilt, you know? Mm-hmm. Hi, I'm Casey, and right here beside me is Kelsey. We are licensed professional counselors, mothers, entrepreneurs, oh, and besties. We know firsthand what it's like to wake up one day and think, how in the heck did I wind up here? Through our own journeys of self-discovery, we found that joy is something that has to be pursued through internal work. Now we are on a mission to help women from all walks of life understand themselves more so they can have real lasting joy. Join us every Thursday to hear fun and insightful interviews with experts who can point you toward self-discovery and fulfillment. I went this morning and I got a facial. While I was getting the facial, I knew we were going to be recording podcasts today. So I was thinking like, oh, what are some things we're going to talk about? And so I'm just laying there and I'm just thinking like, how many moms or not even just moms, but just women forego sitting here for an hour to get a facial because in their minds, they're like, well, I have so many other things to do. I need to go to the groceries. I need to do the laundry. I have to get them ready for school. I have to. Or instead of spending this hundred dollars on myself, mm-hmm. I could spend it on getting my kids school clothes. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? And yes, I get it. Yeah. But financially, I think a lot of times people feel guilt. Well, you know what I was doing while I was laying there waiting on the girl? Shopping for school clothes. I bought Oakland a fall little dress that's super cute and has like matching little frilly hair bow thingies and matching socks. And I bought Thayer an outfit that matches her dress for fall pictures. Yeah. So it's happening. And it's not like a forefront thought for me of, oh, I feel guilty right now. So I'm going to buy the kids something. But, you know, if you have children, their needs are always at the front of your mind. Well, and it's either like... Financial guilt or time guilt. Mm-hmm. It's like this lose-lose situation because if you don't work, you can't really provide the financials and the lifestyle that you think your children deserve. And then if you do work, you're having to sacrifice the time. And so it's always like this balancing act of what's enough work-wise and what's enough time-wise. And I heard someone say it this weekend, like, I just want to give my kid a better life than what I had. And sometimes I think we actually sabotage ourselves (laughs) and our children by saying that. My mom always says, if you can do 10% better than what your parents did. But I think sometimes we try to go 50% better than what our parents did. Yeah. Or like... 100. Yeah. But I feel mom guilt all the time. Mm -hmm. Do you feel girlfriend guilt? Yeah. You're lying. (laughs) No. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think... You know, whatever is on the forefront of our mind, we sacrifice so much 
to do things for our children. And a lot of times I don't even need it. Like, no. you know, we're, we're out here working more so that we can do more for them. But like, it's not like they're asking for it. No. And so are we really doing these things for them? Or are we doing them for ourselves? Yeah. So Yeah. That's a question that I kind of get stuck in that sometimes of, like, I know that I'm providing a lifestyle that's greater than what my children need. And I, and I do think this is going to get a lot of backlash, but with a visitor management system like the receptionist for iPad, your clients won't be left wondering if you know they've arrived. As the software sends an immediate notification to the therapist when a client checks in and can even ask if any patient information has changed since their last visit. The Receptionist for iPad is a simple, inexpensive way to allow your clients to discreetly check in, to notify providers of a patient's arrival, and to ensure your entire front lobby experience is stress-free. Start a 14-day free trial of The Receptionist for iPad by going to thereceptionist.com slash besties. And when you do, you'll also get your first month free. I just remember hearing people say, everything I do is for my kids. Well, no, it's not. It's not because there is part of us that needs to feel gratification. Well, and if people do do everything they can for their kids or everything they do is for their kids, they lose themselves. And that's when you see people in therapy. Who are really struggling because they've been stay-at-home moms and all of their identity is wrapped up in their husband and their children. Mm -hmm. There you go. There's tons of mom guilt there. And it's a road of self-destruction. Well, yeah, because you can't control your children's outcomes and you can't control your, your spouse. And so what happens if one day that husband decides he wants a divorce and you've spent your entire life centered around that person or something happens or your child moves out of the house. And we're not saying don't make your children or your husband a priority. We are saying like, make yourself a priority just as much. Right. Get the facial and maybe not online shop for your kids and do that after. <laughs> I was just bored. I, was I mean, there. I know. I was in there for a little while. So guilt with how, how you spend money, guilt with how you spend your time. There's just so much guilt. Guilt for feeling guilt. <laughs> guilty for feeling guilty. <laughs> One of the things that that was really hard for me, and I've talked about this before, but guilt for doing your job and doing it well and being successful and like making money. I can't even tell you how many times like, OK, I have been dirt poor where I've been evicted, you know, as an adult, like from my apartment, I've slept in my car some nights, I've lived off ramen noodles, like I've done the whole, the whole thing. I've had car repossessed, like yeah. <laughs> I've done it all. And ever since, you know, I turned that around, I've been in so many different scenarios, like mocked or shamed for being successful. And you also feel guilty sometimes yes. and you put yourself on the chopping block. Like I've seen you stick your neck out for people and help them in a way that I don't know that they would return that. They wouldn't return that. And I just remember evolving. It wasn't like it was this overnight thing. You know, I had to really, really work hard for many years in order to come out of the hole that I would dug. And whenever I started 
being able to hire someone to mow the lawn and buy my kids like name brand clothes and things like that. I just remember a lot of people, well, it must be nice, you know, must be nice to go on all those trips you've been going on. And I'm like, I'm working on those trips most of the time. Yeah. And so just then feeling guilty for being able to do the things that you want to do. (laughs) I think a lot of times mom guilt related to work guilt, right? Having a babysitter to do anything. You know, we take our nanny on vacation with us. And yes, we reap some of that benefits. But the more we talk about it, we don't just do that for the convenience of us. We do it for our kids so they can all have attention Mm -hmm. because there is a lot of them. But the guilt and like those small little thoughts and whispers in our head of, well, why can't we just do that? We can. Yeah, we can. It's chaos. We can. But, you know, the children are, they're all five years apart except for the little, the youngest two. And they all want to do different things. And the problem, you know, is the older ones aren't old enough to do things independently. Mm -hmm. They want to do things that, 16, 17 year old kids can do, but they're not 16 and 17. So they have to have supervision. Yeah. I think I had a family member on while we were on last vacation and took the nanny and talking to one of my kids on the phone. And I overheard them say, Oh yeah, I'm sure you brought or got your nanny there with you. You know, like implying that me and you just lay in the bed all day and smoke cigarettes and drink Jack Daniels or Jim Beam. (laughs) I don't even like either of those, but yeah, I think the perception of others is is really insane in that way because, and I'm I'm sure listeners can relate to this, even with a nanny there, we don't hardly have any time to ourselves. We no. have more time to ourselves when we're at home, uh-huh. right? And our kids are just sitting there playing a game or they're upstairs in the playroom. But it doesn't prevent us from having that small whisper in our head mm-hmm. of, are we doing the right thing as a mom? Are we doing the right thing? You know, but when you step back and you think about it, like we are doing the right thing. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, I think you have to let go of societal's (laughs) expectations, society's expectations. Yeah. Like let go of whatever. So I remember several years ago sitting down and just doing this whole analysis of my time and like writing down how much of my time is spent doing, you know, certain things for work and certain things for the kids and for myself and whatever. And like, I realized that the majority of my time was doing things for work and trying to keep up with like daily life. And it was really taking a toll on me. And I found myself trying to do everything because, you know, that's what moms should do, right? Because we're super people. Trying to keep the laundry done, trying to keep the house clean, trying to keep the dishes washed, make sure you cook dinner. Don't let the kids outside by themselves. Like, make sure that you're watching them. Make sure that you're taking them on on adventures. And, you know, oh, it's summer. You got to go to the pool. Like, all these different things. And I just couldn't do it. Like, I really couldn't do it. And I, <laughs> I spent zero time on myself other than an occasional pedicure. You are probably super grumpy. Oh, I was awful. You love your alone time. I was awful in that, like, I just never could catch that balance. 
So like hiring someone to clean the house and make sure things are done and like hiring an assistant that helps with random shit. Like while we were just on with your family up in Wisconsin, if I didn't have someone that I could be forwarding emails to about the wrecked vehicle to help with the claim and all of that stuff, I cannot do it. Like, yeah. like it stresses me out just sitting here thinking about all of the incoming things that people and places need for me. And it's just me. And so if I don't have help, then I am the worst version of a mother. Well, that's just like when we were at the anti-retreat and we were talking to practice group practice owners and they were like, I mean, I clean my house and oh, I hate going grocery shopping. That's the worst. And we really sat down and like, we're talking to them and they're like, yeah, I could hire somebody for that. And I could spend that extra hour doing nothing or maybe working and generating more money than I could if I was folding laundry. Mm -hmm. And just the the thought that people don't actually think that through, Mm -hmm. right? They think I have to do it. You know, I was talking about hiring somebody to deep clean. I had some guilt in that. I was thinking, well, should I do that or should I just do that myself? And that guilt really just eats at you sometimes, those small little thoughts. Mm-hmm. But I don't think they thought they could do that. Like, it's like they needed permission. Mm-hmm. But we don't need permission. And we don't need to be shamed for it either. Not by family, not by friends. No. If anything, you know, sp- going back to the nanny, she's she's at home with the kids during the day. They get to do things that they wouldn't get to do. I mean, it's either that or daycare, right? So, like... Which, what what do you think is a better option? Nanny. (laughs) And by the time we get home, we can focus on, oh, like, let me sit here and talk to my kid for a while or let's make popcorn or whatever. And because the house is picked up, it's Mm -hmm. clean, dishes are done, homework's done, you know, all of the things are done. Our kids feel better. They can relax before bed, take a shower, put on their pajamas, like all the things. And it's not, it's, it's less chaotic. That's something that I would have felt guilty for a long time ago, and I don't now. And when I hear people make comments about us or about other people, I just kind of giggle. I'm like, "Mm, you're just jealous. (laughs) (laughs) But I I think that there's a lot of guilt and shame in women asking for help. It's like a sign of weakness. It's unrealistic to think that we can do it. Think about when somebody has a baby, and that baby is, let's say... They cry all the time and they don't sleep, whatever. People always say, well, they were the one who chose to have a baby. Mm-hmm. But why don't they deserve help too, right? Like, why don't they deserve that that grace? Yeah, they decided to have that baby. They don't expect you to raise the baby just like, hey, I need to take a nap. <laughs> I don't understand that. That's That's something that I will never understand. And that's probably a grief thing for me. But if we ever have grandchildren... I'm I'm going to be like, the baby seems a little colicky. I think I'll probably just take it home with me tonight. <laughs> See you tomorrow. I want to be a part of that experience. I think the guilt that we feel is dependent on the people that we surround ourselves with a lot of the time, too. Mm-hmm. Or we have surrounded ourselves with. Mm-hmm. Society puts a percentage of that on us regardless. That's interesting. Do you think that we... Okay, let me turn this around on you. Oh, shoot. So let's say your parents lived close Mm -hmm. and we had a baby and I was working like crazy. Let's say I was doing everything I'm doing now with Mindsight, everything I'm doing now with consulting. And then we had our restaurant open and 
you were doing your job at Mindsight and we were trying to, I mean, this is like newborn, okay? And it doesn't sleep. <laughs> Would you ask your mom to keep the baby overnight? If they live closer? Yeah. Yeah. You would? Yeah. That yeah. shocks me. Yeah, I would. Okay. I was just wondering if there was some kind of correlation. Like, would you feel guilty asking your parent to help care for your child? If they live close, no. But the fact that they don't live close, mm -hmm. then yeah, I would feel some kind of, you know, because I'm only around them so often. Mm -hmm. And so if I was like, peace out, keep my kid. But what if that's what you needed? See, you do you see you asking them to keep your kid as a burden to them? Because don't you think no. they would, like, want that time alone? Honestly, it's kind of like a selfish act. Yeah. <laughs> because I want to spend time with them, too. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It, it's it's not – I don't think that's correlated to – Okay. It, it might be guilt, but in a different way of, like, I need to be spending this time with my parents because I only see yeah. them so often. Yeah. I mean, if, if my mom was in better health and I had a baby and she was capable of taking care of it, I'd be like, I got to go sleep here. <laughs> Set the thing on the front door. Uh, ring the doorbell. Come get her. So, But some people just, they feel like the, that ask alone is a weakness. And that's it's really sad and unfortunate because it shouldn't be. It's really, it's really a sign of strength. No. When my daughter was first born, I, would, I went the hell off on people. Really? Yeah. Because I needed help. And... They weren't even, like, putting in any effort. Not so much my family, but people that should have been there for my daughter that weren't. Yeah. It was like the mama bear was coming out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I think part of that mama bear, that because that happened to me, too, and I still, I, I don't get that salty over it anymore. But I, I just think that's your loss. That's what I had to tell myself was that is your loss because you will never know this child in the way that I do. Well, it's setting up that boundary, not like putting your kid in an enclosed box and not ever letting them meet their family or whatever. But if you're going to be a part of my kid's life, be consistent. Oh yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I had to, I had a big old conversation with some of my family members when, when Mamie was born about like, look, you can tell me one thing and not do it. But if you ever do that to my daughter, if you ever promise her, yeah, you can come over later and then, take it back mm -hmm. or, you know, cause that was a big thing growing up for me is like, they would tell me what I wanted to hear just so I would shut up and then never follow through. Yeah. So that follow through is a big, big thing for me. But you know, if you do that, I will not subject her to you. It's preventing our kids to feel that shame and guilt of taking up some kind of space mm -hmm. like that. They're this inconvenience. Mm -hmm. And so in a way it's like, protecting our children from the exact thing that we're talking about. Exactly. The only one that I never truly felt like I or my children in inconvenienced was my grandma. You know, it, we could just pop in down there anytime. You know? <laughs> Come on in. <laughs> and that's the kind of environment I want our children to feel, even though they do drive me crazy a lot. I, I don't want them to feel anxious or guilty in their own home. And maybe it does kind of go back to guilt. My own mom guilt, like not wanting to put them in a situation where they then feel guilt. I think being mindful about the guilt that you're putting on other people and the guilt that you're allowing like to feel mm -hmm. from other people, like having that awareness can really help shape some things. Because, yes, you might have that tiny whisper in your head that says, 
maybe I should just stay home mm-hmm. or maybe I don't need to go to work or whatever. Maybe I need to quit my job and be a stay at home mom. But if you can pull yourself out of that, that small whisper in your head and really think about it full picture, things might be a lot clearer for you. Yeah. Is that a wrap? That's a wrap. We'll talk to you later, besties, and we will see you on next week's episode. Later. If you're enjoying our podcast and would like to hear more from us, leave us a review wherever you get your podcast so we can keep making great content. Talk to you later, besties.